My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO at 321BizDev LLC, a consulting firm based in Sacramento County, California. Our website is 321BizDev.com. 321BizDev is not a marketing company. 321BizDev is a sales systems and business development company supporting attorneys, CPAs, corporate dental franchisers, independent dentists, home health providers, home builders, medical groups, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, restaurants, tattoo shops, boutique shops, hairstylists, HVAC companies, and plumbers. With eight years experience working as a Fortune 500 company sales manager in Los Angeles, I'm also a military veteran and a former San Francisco club DJ. I started 321 BizDev LLC in 2014 to help small business owners with front-end sales activities training not available to 99% of small business owners. 321BizDev provides expert sales productivity and sales performance solutions for growth that work. Every solution we discuss on this podcast, 321BizDev can perform. I can be reached at 726-999-0999. The title of today's podcast episode is If I Can Build a Deck with the Little Past Experience, Anyone Can Learn How to Sell. Hello, listeners. It's Sunday. It's uh, May 30th, and it's getting hot in California for the first time. And it's typical that it gets hot during Memorial Day weekend. I recall about 15, maybe 18 years ago that it was 116 degrees on Memorial Day. And the family went camping to this place in Winters, California, and we rented an air-conditioned RV for the boys and for us. And that was the, the year we had a major power outage. And that power outage uh, spanned from San Diego to the south all the way up to Seattle. So we stayed there for about three to four hours at 115 degrees and we packed our stuff and came back to Sacramento. So uh, yeah, so it's Memorial Day weekend and I was thinking about something. I'm, I'm almost done with this deck that I'm working on. I'm about 99% done. And I was thinking about building this deck and my apprehension toward building this deck. So let me just tell you the story. And I just want to say this uh, podcast episode can be found or the writ or the, the written part can be found on our blog at 321bizdev.com slash blog. So talk about something scary. I built this deck from scratch over a three-month period. And as a first-time deck builder, I have some good news and I have some bad news. But first, let me tell you this. I am not a person who hangs around tools or construction type stuff. Now, I have some some skills uh, with construction a little bit from the military, but the only other time I deal with tools is working on a car. And for people listening to this episode, 
you know, working on a car is something that just takes a while. And I recall when I wasn't in, when I wasn't working in corporate America, I had some free time. I got laid off and I had some free time and the car broke down. One of the cars between my wife and I broke down. And I said, well, the auto mechanic shop wants $700. And I knew most of that would be labor. So I said, let me go get a Chilton's book and see if I can fix the car myself. And what would have taken the mechanic about maybe 90 minutes to fix took me all day. So I was successful in fixing the car and making the car back to operational status again. So I am not a person that just jumps up and down about tools, about fixing things in the house, about getting on a roof. Uh, I'm sort of all thumbs where I was, I should say. I was all thumbs when it came to fixing things around the house. So, like I said, I have some good news and some bad news about the deck. The bad news is when I was working on the deck, I had some imperfections in the measurements. So, I was about 1.5 inches off vertically and horizontally in some areas, which can be seen if you saw the deck in person. So if you looked at the deck, you would say, oh, this is a little off. And the, th the crazy thing about a deck is if you're if you start off with a certain, let's say, for instance, you, you have 28 inches on one side and the other side is might be 29 and a half inches. You might say, oh, that's just one and a half inches, but it shows up. At, during the finished product when you're finalizing everything these imperfections these measurements that may be off an inch or two inches especially two inches they show up big time and when I say big time I don't mean like it's it's got like a 45 degree angle no what I mean by the imperfections when you're ready to finalize maybe some upper items or you're you know you're you're putting some other deck components on top of your imperfection, that's where it shows up. So, but the good news is I learned from my mistakes and I got two additional deck jobs for about $8,000 total. Now I'm not a deck builder, but what I did, since I am a talker, I hope, I hope everyone is listening to this. I just told people that I was working on this deck and I showed them some pictures and they said, hey Rick, can you help me with my deck? And say, I'm not charging like these these big amounts that people who build decks uh, for a living, who, who, who spend, you know, 40 hours a week building decks. I'm not I'm not charging those kind of rates. I can kind of go at the pace that I would like to do, go because I'm a consultant. I have a full time consulting firm, but I was able to pick up two jobs to build decks for eight thousand dollars. And I would say these decks would probably go for about $10,000 each. So I'm saving collectively the homeowners about $12,000. Now, the other good news is I saved my good friend who's a military veteran and a 321 BizDev client. She has a medical billing business. I saved her about $10,000 in labor in, for the money she's paying me versus what she would have paid someone else. But the best news of building this deck is I had little experience in building decks, like I mentioned, but I attempted it, even though I was so fearful. 
and my friend allowed me to tear down the deck and attach a new deck structure to her newly purchased home. My other good friend uh, sold her the home, and this is a client, good friend and client, sold her the home. An existing deck was already attached to the home after my friend bought the property, but the deck had significant dry rot. I kid you not. I mean, the, the screws and the, and the uh, nails were coming out in different places, and it was very spongy. And my friend has, uh, uh, you know, she's married and she has three kids, and she didn't want her kids or guests who would come over to the house to have some type of accident. So my friend spent about $4,500 in wood and paid me about $3,500 for the labor. And the total cost of her building this deck would have been about $16,000 easily. In fact, she did get a quote for $13,000, but then she wanted to extend it by 33%, which I did. So that would have brought the, the total cost to about $17,000, $18,000. Now, like I said, I am not a complete novice to construction. I do have some military-related experience in rebuilding telecommunication centers as training exercises. When I was in the military, we used to practice rebuilding telecommunication centers if they got bombed. So we would go to uh, like a, a telecommunication center that was bombed on purpose and we would rebuild the, the telecommunication center back to full operational capability. So, but I, so I've used tools before, but that was 25 years ago. Now here's the interesting story, how I got the deck work. My friend and I were going to rebuild the deck as, as, as a partners because he has more experience. And my friend, uh, he's another uh, military veteran, Jason. He has 15 years of handyman experience, but he wanted $9,500 to rebuild the deck. Plus my friend would have bought the wood for another probably four or $5,000. And it would have been $17,000 total. So my friend, the new homeowner could not afford $9,500. Plus there were wood expenses and expenses to haul the torn down wood to the dump. And this deck is not small. This is not like, like a deck, a balcony deck you would see if you rented a, a motel or a hotel and or if you had an apartment and you had an, a hibachi grill and some other stuff like a bike on this deck or a patio. This, this was not like a, like a six or seven by three. This deck was huge. This was an 18 foot by 20 foot deck. It was an L shaped. So I will take off from that 18 by 20, about half or 40% of this total square footage. And the deck had lots of underneath framing infrastructure and most decks do. And that infrastructure too was rotted. So the other good thing I had in my favor in rebuilding the deck, like I said, I also tore it down. I took lots of pictures of what the deck looked like before the teardown. Plus, I took a lot of measurements of the existing deck. And I must have spent two weeks just looking at the pictures and reviewing the measurements before I even started the rebuild because I had to give my friend a quote of how much wood she had to buy. Now, let me tell you, I was, I was afraid in a sense 
because I said, oh my gosh, I committed myself to helping my friend rebuild this deck. Instead of her paying $17,000, she's going to pay roughly maybe eight dollars or $9,000, about a 50% discount, especially on the labor. So what does rebuilding this deck have to do with selling and business development? Well, listeners and readers of the blog, a whole lot. There's a whole lot. This episode or this story about rebuilding the deck has a lot of connection to selling and business development, especially if you are afraid of it. Because I was afraid of taking on this deck project. So using home improvement tools is not my strength. Like I mentioned before, I have very little experience doing home repairs, but I saw a challenge and I opened my mind to new things because my friend, my fellow military veteran and a 321 dev client needed help. Now I have to admit, I had periods of high anxiety rebuilding this deck, just like people do who are thinking about, gosh, I need to find my own customers. They have anxiety too, and I can understand that even better now. When I was building this deck and getting started and doing things slowly, I spent countless hours in Home Depot asking questions about wood, about nails, about the different saws and tools that I needed. Once the homeowner, and this is the kicker folks, I was really not committed to building the deck until the homeowner said, let's go buy some wood. So the homeowner, my friend, spent about $2,000 on the initial wood purchase. And I said, oh my gosh, here's all this wood in front of the house. At that point, I said to myself, there was no way I could back out of rebuilding this deck. The homeowner purchased a few tons of wood and we rented the biggest U-Haul truck to deliver this wood about 30 miles from Home Depot to Walnut Grove, California, a small town along the Sacramento River. So some of the pieces that I picked up from Home Depot were 20 feet in length. And the U-Haul place, their biggest truck was 26 footer. So I'm talking about tons of wood that we purchased. And this wood was actually priced much cheaper than what wood is is costing today. I think the wood went up uh, from, from January to now about 40 to 50 percent. So in so in essence, my friend got a great deal on the wood. But over time, as we bought just a little bit more wood because she wanted to expand it, it did. She did see those high prices, but I would say she only paid um, for the total purchase. Only a third of the wood was purchased at the higher price. So a deck professional could have built this deck in two to three weeks but it took me about 10 weeks. And I got to a point where I purposely stalled the rebuild for almost two weeks because I was unsure about putting up the upper railing, you know, on the upper portion of the deck. I mean, so the bottom part wasn't that bad after I got started and got into a routine, but I said to myself, what do I do with the upper part? Because mechanically, I I sort of knew what to do. But I didn't want someone to put their drink on the on the rail or have someone lean up against it and it fall apart. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? 
I did not want that to happen. So I am proud to say that the deck is 99% completed with just the steps to add. And I want to thank the Home Depot personnel and YouTube for guiding me through a very fearful project. I learned a lot about the Hilti nail gun, uh, jig saws, miter saws, various wood sizes and textures, uh, nails, joists, and cement. Now the incentive to learn how to sell is huge for attorneys and CPAs and corporate dental franchisers and the rest of the uh, business categories or industries that 321BizDev supports. And I just want to add in closing, becoming proficient in selling is something small business owners do not want to attempt even though sales mastery will increase their sales revenue. So that's the point I'm, I'm trying to make in this podcast episode. I saw something and I said to myself, I'm talking about building this deck. I saw something and I said, do I want to put myself out there and try something that I believe I can do it, but I've never really done a full scale deck building project before. Do I want to put myself out there? Suppose I mess up. Suppose my friend, my fellow military veteran and my 321 client buys this wood and I mess it up. You see, I did not want to let my friend down. I did not want to um, make this thing a disaster. So that's why I put a lot of effort and study into uh, getting this deck completed. Now I made some, some mistakes, some things I had to do over. Not major, but I did learn some things that I will never forget again. And when I complete these other two deck projects, it's going to go a lot smoother. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast episode is to let small business owners know that when you're ready to you make a decision, you say to yourself, I need to find out how to grow my business. I'm sick of paying $10,000, $15,000 to marketing companies who are not delivering jack. I'm, I'm tired of waiting on social media uh, to for a person to re respond to a digital post. I'm sick and tired of my office being empty. I'm sick and tired of my cash flow on my on my P&L statement looking horrible. And when you get to that point in your business and you say to yourself, I'm ready to see my business grow because I need more clients. That is when something will hit you. That is when something will say to you, now is the time for me to take control of my business. So thanks for listening to this podcast episode. If this podcast episode provoked some deep thought about improving your sales performance, please do not hesitate to contact me, Rick Napier at 726-999. 0999. Interested parties can also visit 321bizdev.com slash services to complete a five-minute questionnaire so 321bizdev can learn more about your current sales situation or learn about your current or past experiences with trying to improve sales performance. Please complete the questionnaire and a 321bizdev specialist will contact you within two business days. We hope 
you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make it a great day.